I would love to teach you something about <laughs> smart goals. You it's have like to touch I'm me looking in a it's mirror. It's like your uh, your sweater came okay, mirroring right now. Uh huh. Uh huh. You're doing great. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> And then we're dancing. Okay, we okay. did that. We did. All right. This podcast represents the opinions of our hosts and guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is for informational purposes only. This podcast also does not establish a standard of care, doctor-patient, or client relationship. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or website. And because each person is so unique, all listeners are encouraged to connect with counseling and medical professionals for assistance with their personal journey. All people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect the privacy of those involved. Welcome to We're Not Fine. I'm Dr. Talia Jackson. And I'm Doug Jensen. We thank you for listening every week to our deep and thought-provoking conversations about relationships. Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. Is it already the new year? No, we're giving you enough time to practice saying those words. So this is our New Year's episode. And I have decided. What have you decided? Doug, look away. I've decided that my New Year's resolution is to look more like Doug. Okay, you can look now. <laughs> um, boy, you do look just like me. I almost thought it was me looking in a mirror. Um, I like that. You, I, I like that you have the hands. Like Actually, this, this is this is you. <laughs> Whenever we're together, Doug talks like this, and his hands always in my face. Okay, you just cut me with your diamond. No, it's a sapphire. Or the sapphire. Um. Okay, you did dress like me today, and I a, know it's an ultimate form of respect. And I did have is. those earrings on before. It's like but single white femaling you. Love my my it. New Year's resolution is to just. Be more like Doug. And yeah. every day I ask myself, yeah. WWDD. So, you know what's funny is I used to do a men's group and they were going to get t-shirts that said WWDD. Isn't that sweet? I thought I made it up. You probably thought of it on your own, but it has been a thought already and t-shirts made. There are no original thoughts anymore. As you can see by our outfits, which are literally... How did this even happen to us? I love, so first of all, I love this color. And I think it looks really good on the screen. I think you need a V-neck. Here. And a goatee. There we go. If you could just hold it there the whole time. And a sprig. I don't I don't know that I have a I sprig. I stole in. it from a fake plant. As you oh can tell. Oh my God, tell, I used to be able to do that when I didn't have a goatee. Maybe you've lost oh my God. lip muscle tone. There's no. another New Year's resolution. No, it's just that there's hair now. Oh my God. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> I don't plan on it. This I love is our my day job. New Year's resolution episode, even though Doug and I are not even sure we be believe in New Year's resolutions, they might be a load of hooey. I will say that I really, and I probably have said this before at some point, I love the idea of taking a moment and taking inventory of your life, kind of where you're at, what your goals are. Are you happy with what your career is, your relationship circumstances? Is it a time to take a look at your physical health, your emotional health? All of those things kind of come to play for me. And I love the idea because I don't think, I have a buddy, uh, we were just talking in the lunchroom between. Um, the lunchroom. The lunch <laughs> 
it's another office in this building that we oftentimes will sit in. But I talked to him about it. He said, why not, why not make a resolution and why not do a goal on May 14th or something, he said. And I'm like, well, because we don't. We don't have that ritual to kind of just really observe where we're at in the life. So I love the idea of January 1st kind of being a time like, what am I not satisfied with? What needs attention in my life? And maybe you come up with nothing. Maybe you come up with a lot, which we're going to talk about because making a lot of resolutions is probably an error yes. and overload. Um, but just, you know, being more like me is a really great goal Thank and probably you. your primary. You're welcome. And we're going to use that as a theme throughout today. Are we? we can practice, like, what does that look like? Yep. How is that? What are the actionable Items you might have some surgeries. Behavior necessary. changes. Yeah, you have a lot of behavioral changes to I be do. to be dug. I do. My you New are... Year's resolution is to only be honest with you from now on. I think that's a really good resolution. In fact, honesty is always the best policy and living an honest life, as everybody knows and they hear from me repeatedly, is kind of the goal I think everyone should have in therapy and in their lives. Because I think it creates just a much better lifestyle. I think that's like the one and only resolution anyone needs is just to be 20% more you. Which is to be like me for you. Yes, I want to be 20% more like Doug every day. 20% more? Every day. And in five days, I'll get there. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of changes. You're like half my size in this picture. You always say that, but I am literally that? half your size. Like, why is this always so surprising to you? Should we compare biceps? Okay. You want to arm wrestle? Yeah. Okay. Ow, that hurt. Oh. Anyway. Should, you, should you arm wrestle the... Oh, my God. <laughs> went all in. I thought this of was going to be more for show Okay, I am competitive. Like a, a you, need, you need this by breaker. now. And I do not take into account gender because we are all equals. Well, I think you might need to spend a few minutes thinking about rage. your New Year's resolutions that have a to lot be... to do with calm the fuck down with your arm wrestling <laughs> on our podcast because I'm going to be doing push-ups from now until two Sundays from now, and we're going to do a rematch. <laughs> okay. And I'll be really gentle, because that's how I fight jiu-jitsu. That's how I fight jiu-jitsu. I'm very calm, and I'm like, okay. Oh, let's do okay. yoga. Let's do yoga. Downward dog. Yeah, I don't even, wow. That's a whole concept How to me. How often have we brought up that we have these ideas of dueling retreats? I do love that idea. So we've talked about doing couples retreats, which for our viewers, we're putting a little bit on hold right now. We have another project we're uh, in the middle of that might be taking some precedence and we'll keep you posted as we know anything about that. And However, it might be the best thing ever or it might swallow us up whole or it might be nothing <laughs> or it might be everything. However... We did talk about, like, how do we start our retreats? And I wanted to do Fight Club, and you wanted to do... Yoga. Breathing. Smell lavender. Meditation. And... Yeah. That's right. Put mirrors on the ground and... Wow. And get in touch with emotions. That's right. Breathing I do love that. I, I do, do think you? emotions. You like However, emotions? You're not mocking emotions? No, I love emotions, and I, I don't love... You know, yoga's not my thing, but... That's too bad. It might it might be someday my thing because I could probably stretch a little bit and benefit from that. What page are you starting I with? I am starting with the one that says New Year's resolutions. Fascinating. Yep. Uh 
So we're going to talk a little bit about not only kind of like recommendations on how to approach New Year's resolutions. And again, as Talia said, there's multiple ways of looking at this. We don't necessarily all agree that they're a good thing. I think they're a great thing. I think they're a great opportunity. But we have several suggestions we have. If you are going to engage in a New Year's resolution, these are things we recommend. That's right. It's like partially educational and partially a debate and a discussion, which will be lively. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to start by saying, you know, one of the things I discourage is like wishing, like wishing for something that's really unlikely to happen. So I think like if you start to think about what do I want different about my life? If one of your goals is, for example, like I want to meet Frosty the Snowman. I might say, um, that's kind of a wish. Wow, this is a really valuable, <laughs> or a valuable for Talia, comment on New Year's resolution. For Talia to, well, because they have to be reachable, right? Like, it's <laughs> I say never give up your dreams. Manifest okay. what you want. All Put right, it out there okay, into the okay. universe. No, no. Let's talk about what's realistic, right? Like, there needs to be some re- realism to your... <laughs> To your goal, like yes. trying to be like me after you just it's hurt realistic. yourself doing an arm wrestling match. But you know what? I have weak wrists and ankles, <gasps> and you did not even, I did not know but you were going to like go in. Like, what do you think this is? What do you think I'm the rock or something? You were like ready to I, rip that my creates arm a off. a whole new fantasy for me. Like, read the room. John Cena, the rock. I think we Jason should Momoa. start. They would all beat me. This I think. beautiful I think. episode think. by talking about the fact that most New Year's resolutions don't work. Why do they fail? Why? Why do you make resolutions, and why do they not ever work out? Is it because of these reasons? And then we're going to help you. And this is what I heard. What did you hear? 50% of people, it's actually 55% of people, fail their New Year's resolutions every single year. (coughs) Not surprising. However, people that make New Year's resolutions are 10 10 times more likely to have behavior change and achieve their goals than people who don't. So maybe, as you were saying, It's a beautiful opportunity. There's nothing special about January 1st, except there's a tiny bit of momentum that comes with the new year. And I say take whatever momentum you could do. But if it does happen to be March 12th, do it anyway. That's a really good point because it doesn't have to be January 1st, but January 1st is something we have as a kind of a connection to New Year's resolutions, right? It's something we have in our system. It's kind of like in the fall, even if we haven't been in school for decades, this is what I would say about that. Like, it's okay. Like, we all have that, like, that when we see school notebooks being advertised or back to school savings. Oh, yeah. I always have a little bit of that feel. And then when I see the school buses on their way through my neighborhood, I'm like, I kind of have that remembrance, I guess, of my kids going to school, of taking them to school, of getting them ready for the school year, as well as my own childhood experience. It's like seasonal touchstone. It is. That spirit. Spark some sort of memory. I love that word spark because that's what New Year's it is. is. It sparks. It sparks an awareness like, what do we, what should we be doing here? Which what I do really we want to do different? I love the idea of reflecting. I do too. <laughs> and you always need, like, the only time I reflect is when I write my uh, n- holiday letters. Is I for, because I used to write in my journal 
all the time. And then life happened, AKA I had kids 15 years ago. And then I feel like I just haven't been able to get back to my journaling practice. But if you sit down and reflect, that's where all the lessons are learned. That's where you get to maybe feel some agency in how you wanna move on with your life starting January 2nd, because most people are recovering on January 1st from the bad decisions they've made on December 31st. I don't have bad decisions. My family does Japanese hot pot with a huge group of people every New Year's Eve. I do love that. So there's tons of people eating fresh vegetables that you dip in this, you know, hot boiling water. Um, Oh, oh, it's fantastic. uh, It's seasoned water. It's fantastic. We... My, my child, TJ, is so in charge of, like, organizing that. We go to the Asian market, and we pick a ton of vegetables out. Meat, shabu-shabu meat. Um, Which is what? What kind of meat is um, that? It's beef. Yeah. We do beef. Is it, like, thin Thin slice. slice. There's, like, 100 <gasps> slices in each package. Doug, that sounds amazing. Come on, I let's go. Come on tradition. over. Tradition. Bring your whole family. It's really a big tradition I in might. our family. Please. I just might do it. We are. It is so much fun. So that is, and so I don't really overdo it, except then we're in the hot tub. We might have a few Prosecco's or, I don't know, mimosas, something, Bellinis. It's just like a New Year's vibe. It's a New Year's vibe. And then everybody spends the night. It could be a a celebration. So we typically have like 15 people who just sprawl all over my house. It's fun. I like the idea of celebrating more than even having to make New Year's resolutions. I probably agree with that. Celebrate your wins. That might even be a good basis on which you can say, I'm perfect just the way I am. And there's always room for a little bit of improvement. And this is what I'd like to do. We want to talk a little bit about barriers to making those that's right. Resolutions, like if you choose to have them. And I mentioned the wishing thing already. You mentioned the wishing thing, which I, I totally do get. I'm sorry. I laughed at you. That's okay. You like, can laugh at me. Get realistic. It's not like I wish, you know, I'm going to win the lottery or something. Well. Get real, guys. I think, yeah, I think, I think there's something to be said about that. And I really think like, you know, again, there are things that are realistic. I think, though, becoming an astronaut for me is not going to happen. Becoming an Olympic competitor is, unless there's... An older group. Um, <laughs> there are, are senior there? senior citizen Olympics. Is this for real? Because if so, I'm <laughs> going to do be. it. If it's for yes. reals, I'm going to do it. I feel like there's stuff. There's stuff out there. You know, for you I could compete. Your I can compete with old men for ju- and women for jujitsu competition. You could. But I don't. But you could. And arm wrestling. I feel like maybe you should sign up for a competition right Because it was so Jeez. wildly wild. I didn't know you had weak wrists. And weak ankles, and my boys complain about it. I gave them ADHD and weak oh. ankles. Oh, no. Okay. All that's all, that's, yeah. Another anyway. potential obstacle is that you think you're supposed to make a resolution every year that's like, stop vaping, lose 20 pounds, quit my job. Whatever it is, if you notice that maybe... You feel like you should want those things, but you don't actually want those things. Those resolutions are never going to happen. Yeah, that's a fascinating thing. You know, it's kind of like dating. I tell people you have to be really, really clear on what you're looking for. You can't kind of go into something willy nilly. You can't go into something not sure if it's something that you want. Um, You have to be really clear on what it is that you ultimately want. 
And I'll get into this in a little bit, but you know, I think that's an important part. Like really do that self-reflection. Like, is this really something or do you feel pressure? Um, and we'll get into all of that. Um, I think the other, another piece, were you done with that category? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another thing I might say is um, I'm going to try to be more respectful. Oh my God. I'm not. Um, I Well, see, resolution made, re resolution broken. failed. Um, here's what I want to say, though. I think, I think another thing is that I, I would call it low pain tolerance. I would say that people have a hard time with discomfort, right? And so... And I don't, by the way, whenever we talk about like dieting or changing food habits, I struggle a great deal. I don't think anyone should be hungry. Um, I realize there are people who are hungry and there should be nobody on this planet who's hungry. I, it's one of the things that really is very hard for me. I grew up sometimes hungry as a young man uh, without a lot of food in my family to eat. And it's a really uncomfortable thing. I don't encourage anybody to do it. I don't encourage anybody to diet that way. Starvation is not a long-term solution. And so, you know, I think there's a part of this that there is a, an adequate amount of pain or discomfort that one might experience when they're working out or trying to, you know, build their muscle or, um, working hard toward a marathon or whatever it is, there's going to be some discomfort. Even quitting smoking, for example. So nicotine is identified as the hardest substance to get out of your system and take care of an addiction uh, related to nicotine over any other drug that there is, uh, which seems so interesting because it's more commonplace than I think a lot of the other drugs are. And marketed towards yeah. children. That's right. And so there is some discomfort with getting through that. And whether that's wearing patches, whether that's working with your provider on a smoking cessation program, taking a medication to kind of assist with that smoking cessation, there is going to be discomfort. There's going to be the, the, the need to stay as present as you can in the moment and thoughtful about kind of what the consequences are of resuming that behavior. So, so it's not like goals need to be without their level of, again, discomfort or, or pain even. Hmm. But there's a point at which just really don't be so afraid of, of going through that if you've decided what realistic goal you want. Well, because that's what growing feels like, right? Growing like pains, we call them. That's right. And nothing changes unless you're actively changing something. Yeah. And maybe that goes back to the wishes, like saying, yeah. I want to quit smoking, but not having any sort of plan in place that's going to help you with that. I know yeah. that that pain tolerance and discomfort tolerance, you don't really achieve anything that you're not working towards. It yeah. doesn't just yep. come to you. Do you know what else I heard? Tell me. That reminds me. Yeah. That the approach-oriented goals, people find a lot easier to do in resolutions like, I want to eat more vegetables or walk an extra five minutes a day rather than the avoidance based yeah. that most people fail uh and that's the pain i think that we're talking about is like i want to quit smoking i want to stop eating sugar yeah that kind of stuff i want to stop yep. playing video games that's so much harder and you really need to prepare yourself for there's going to be some active changes there. That well, and hard. not playing video games is, I don't know, an interesting goal for me. I, I think because we have things like Twitch, both my kids do it. I've referenced that on an earlier podcast. I don't know that that's the goal. I think especially during the pandemic, it was really helpful to have, have something to do and have a hobby and have some some activity going on like video games. And of course, people can make money now doing it. So anyway, I didn't want to get off on a tangent about video games. I don't love so much negativity about video games. Yeah, it's sort of a love-hate. Like there are definitely yeah. 
there are good parts of it yep. and bad parts of it, just like social media, just yep. like our smartphone in general, just like most yeah. vices. Yep. So maybe even just figuring out like what are the parts that fill me up about video games, yep. my phone, yep. TV, whatever, yep. Twitter. I agree. And you then say Twitter? The, yeah. Is that called X now? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't I, really know. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not or X. sure. In fact, or I... Or Snapchat or group chat or whatever it is. I would love to teach you something about <laughs> smart goals. You it's have like to touch I'm me looking in a it's mirror. It's like your, your, uh, your sweater Came combines right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're doing great. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then we're dancing. Okay, we okay. did that. We did. All right. I wasn't very I good digress. I couldn't even see your hand because mine is so big. So what do you think of the idea that resolutions are bad, but goals are good? You don't like it? That seems like a silly differentiation to me. Okay, well, let me teach you about yeah, SMART goals. Tell me about smart, SMARTy goals. Okay, here's what that stands mm -hmm. for, and this is how to achieve a goal. Ready? I'm so ready. This is what your goal has to be. Yep. The S is for specific. You have to have a specific goal that is not super general, like be a better person, okay. right? So maybe instead of be a better person, how could we make that specific? Smile when you meet a stranger. Open the door for people. People, okay, yeah, specific. Measurable is the M. That's what we do for a living. For every one of our clients, I have measurable goals. That's right. Yep. So how do you describe a measurable goal? I would say I will go to the gym four of seven days. Yes. For 12 weeks. Okay, that's beautiful. For an hour at least each time. That is a measurable goal that you can actually document and put an X on those days that you do that. And the A is for achievable. Which might be what Doug initially was talking about yeah. with like, don't make it a wish, yep. make it an achievable goal, something that you can actually picture yourself able to do. Correct. Um, relevant. Relevant. Is the R in smart. And I would I'm say. A, an R with my leg. I would say that relevant to me means that there's some sort of reason yeah or that makes sense to me urgency that this particular goal needs to happen for you for your life yep that for makes your life. sense it yep. has to be relevant yep and then the last one is time bound because apparently humans won't really achieve anything unless there's a deadline be a better person by next friday Wow. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I'm not even setting that. Don't goal. do that. I love perfect. I love that SMART and I love yeah. the acronym of SMART because it implies that it's smart to do it that way. Oh, I that think was that's really so good. astute of you. I know. I want to go I want to go to this issue that you kind of referenced before as well. So I love all that smart stuff. I think the part about like Making sure that it's for you, making sure that you are thoughtful about, and that kind of goes to the relevancy, like making sure that there's something relevant to your life and that is thoughtfully for you. Like, I think we get so caught and we referenced a little bit about Twitter, a Twitter 
X, whatever it is, Tweaker. Mm -hmm. And we talked a little bit about how there's so much social media influences about what people need to do or what you should do or what you should look like or what this looks like for people. Um, And I think there's a reality that it really has to come from within. We all have to be really honest about, like I mentioned before, about like being honest about what it is that you want for a relationship if you're on the dating apps. And even if you don't know, it's okay to not know and it's okay to say you don't know, but you need to at least have a sense of like where you're at with that. So I like the idea related to these resolutions of really making sure this is for you. This is for not for other people. It is not for a spouse or a significant other or a family member or a coworker who says you should really lose weight or you should really stop smoking or you should really go to the doctor more or you should really get your teeth done or whatever it is or brush them or something might be other pieces right like some of those i felt defensive and i was like lose my number and others i was like yeah maybe you should listen to them well and you know the other part is it's okay i mean people feel like sometimes doing things for yourself is selfish it's not like i really struggle with people who are like i don't feel like i deserve that or i don't feel like i I want that for myself please let's work on your deservingness and worthiness and make sure that you are doing something for yourself and not taking care of other people at your expense, which I would define as codependency. I love that because so many resolutions are like, be a better mother, father, friend, daughter, whatever. And then what you're saying is it's perfectly fine to have resolutions that are just about you and that you are the only one that's going to benefit. It's perfectly this word right here, fine. Because guess what? If you are taking good care of yourself, it is not selfish, and everyone around you Benefits. is going to benefit yep. if you are well and happy and rejuvenated. Yep. And the only right way to be in the world is wearing a navy blue sweater right now is what where it's at. It is one of my favorite colors. We're like identical twins. Right I know. Now. I don't know that people it's know which of, one of us is which. It's my favorite color, too. <sighs> it's one of my favorite colors. I also like purple and blue and orange. Oh, I like cats and I actually don't like cats. I like <laughs> cotton candy. Is your oh, I hate cotton candy. Ew, it's candy just sugar. corn? Ah, it's my least favorite candy of all candy kinds. Candy corn? Oh, I hate it. I don't believe oh, it. Oh, I absolutely hate it. It's just like sugar that looks like corn. I It's got like wax, gelatin and I'm pretty sure cow hoof and one of my one of my best friends it's made delicious. apple pie bars yesterday and she showed me them from boston that's what i want apple oh that sounds so good and so fresh she literally minced apples and she was describing it and i'm like i'd like some through the telehealth whatever it was it wasn't telehealth it was facebook FaceTime. I feel like your brain like pooped out right before the end of that last sentence. God, I want to because I I actually saw them (laughs) in the oven. I saw them in the oven, and then she described the recipe, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. That's what I want. I don't want candy corn. That would not be satisfying. The apple bar would be really satisfying. Okay. All right. I got lost on that. Where were we? We're back on. You know. um, I think you should go to commit. (laughs) Just you know. Okay. Moving on. I love this part of this conversation, actually. I love this commitment part of the conversation because the truth of the matter is what I think oftentimes we'll do is like we'll say, I want to lose 100 pounds. And so I think the whole... Is that what we often say? (laughs) You and I say it a lot. We do. No, we don't. So... Like if the goal is to lose 100 pounds, if you if that's a realistic goal for your your health, the thought of 100 pounds is overwhelming. The thought of two pounds is much more realistic and easily 
easily committable, right? So I think the whole idea of like, I'm going to go to the gym and the, you know, so two pounds, again, more realistic, more reachable. Yet once you reach, reach that goal, you can get to four pounds and eventually you might get to hundred pounds, right? But making things in small increments that feel more measurable and more reachable and more realistic for you is going to help you commit to those goals. I think the other thing about committing is that if if again you're only looking out at that long-term thing and you have a bad week i will tell you guys i i don't know what it was i periodically go through things where i'm just craving carbs and and i don't eat a lot of carbs because i i feel like i've grown into a gluten intolerance of some kind but if i'm craving carbs i will like pull out some flour tortillas from the freezer and make like a ton of like cheese wraps and whatnot, trying to mimic my Taco Bell chili cheese Cholitos I love so much on my binge. But I binge, and then I had an apple pie. Is this your New Year's resolution? <laughs> no, I'm, my point is Are this. you a cautionary tale or an inspiring story right now? I can't tell. I'm Where trying to be an going? inspiring story because the thing about it is I had a couple days of eating so much, I can't even tell you, and I went to bed both nights like, oh, and then I don't eat, I don't sleep well. So there's a consequence to it, but I know it's not going to last. I can't even sustain that amount of food. So my point, are you wondering how what my I, point is? Yeah, how are you pulling this into New I'm Year's pulling resolution? it into like, don't be hard on yourself if you have a bad day. Yes. Okay. And then set yourself up for success. Exactly. Like, don't be hard on yourself because if you have these small, measurable goals, also it sets you up for feeling more motivated, more successful. Um, I can do this. And yes, don't ever let a bad day or week or year or decade determine whether or not you have faith in your ability to make change. So if you don't go to the gym for a week and your goal is to go four of seven days or whatever it is for an hour. You have not failed. You have not failed. Let yourself get right back on the bandwagon, get back on the stair climb or whatever it is that you're getting back on and get back on your goals. Like don't feel like you're failing. We all are human beings, by the way. I think the whole idea of perfection is such a part of resolutions that while I like resolutions and goals overall, I think it's a drawback to go into that perfection. I got to do it well. And honestly, I don't feel great after those two days of eating like I did. And we just had a poke bowl for lunch, which it feels much more healthy, so I feel better. I don't feel the consequence of it. Tell me, what are you thinking? I have a question for Doug. I do. What is the saying that is it like, perfect is the enemy of good great is the enemy of good i don't know what that is there is something that is sort of an anti-perfectionism motto that i think is so good is that like perfect is the enemy of good and it will always make you feel like you're failing if your goal is something that's even failable rather than keep trying there's like the difference between this like fixed rigid mindset which is like, um, I am what I am. Can't learn new tricks. Like I'm a chain smoker and, and I the sailor man. eat yep. taquitos all day, every day. Ooh. Does that feel personal? Yeah, a little personal. I love taquitos. I, me too. too. We yeah. always have taquitos, chicken and cheese. Um, or the growth mindset, which is I have agency over my life. Yep. I can make change. I can learn new things. I can get better and better at whatever skill set. Um, an important part of this, if you're going to put the hard work in and you've got measurable goals, something that I never do but should, right? This is Ooh, the anti-resolution. I'm going to should on myself right now. It's circling back. Like, 
how did I do on this goal? What were the, like, what did I do well on? What didn't I? What could help me do better? Um, Athletes do it. Like, just make sure you're on track and meeting your goals and checking your times or whatever that looks like for whatever your goal is. How am I doing? What were the obstacles that came up for me? Stay on track. Don't give up on yourself. Yeah. And progress is not like, one day, one week, it's kind of a lifestyle. If you want to make behavioral changes, it's I not agree. like yep. be a better person by Friday. It's like, I want to start doing these behaviors and incorporate them into my life. Yep, I agree with that. I think that's one of the big pieces here. I think what we're really saying in many ways is it's really good to kind of always take stock of where you're at in your life. But make those goals realistic. And also, again, don't beat yourself up for not being perfect, which kind of, you know, getting back on track. um, It can be really hard uh, once you have like an interfering activity in your life or an interfering event in your life or an interfering um, circumstance. You know, oftentimes I've uh, I'm well known to have had um, and I am a little bit older, but I've had three pretty significant jujitsu accidents and, and injuries. And they both set me back, including, you know, as anybody who's had rotator cuff surgery, it's really a really several month process before you get back to your life. And it has been really tough. I remember going to class and just watching and the instructor was like, Doug, just come and watch the skills and eventually you'll be able to do it. I couldn't do it. It was painful to watch and not be able to really feel what that felt like. Because if you take jujitsu, you know that, you know, submissions, you want to feel what that feels like. You want to understand what an ankle lock is or an arm lock or a choke. You want to know what that feels like in order to apply it accurately. Um, Not me. Don't you? I can show you some things. But here's the deal. I I really want to say, again, if you've had a like if you've had a loss in your life, if you've had a death in your life and you need to focus on, you know, taking care of that, if you have a parent who needs to be transition to a different living situation or whatnot, all of those things take away from your goals. Do not be distracted by that. Do not be deferred from getting back on track. I just want to say, you know, we're kind of giving that theme of be gentle with yourself, give yourself a lot of grace for the realities that life happens in ways that we are unpredictable. And that mindset will help you achieve your goals so much more than you being hard on yourself. I agree. Because if you... If you start looking at a failed goal as there's something wrong with me, I'm not capable of making change, that like internal locus of control, or I'm really unlucky and I can't catch a break rather than these are small changes I can make in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like get yourself back on track. It really doesn't matter if it's been a day, a week, a decade. It's never too late to make little changes to make your life's better. You deserve this. And writing things down and being thoughtful and intentional is the way to go. Put it out into the world. Maybe even say it out loud. Yep. But if you put something out there and you don't have a way of getting there, you will not succeed. So remember that. And if there are resolutions that you're literally putting on your list every single year and never succeeding you might want to spend a moment asking yourself why and what are the obstacles in my way to get to the bottom of maybe how you could do it better this i really do love that suggestion you know i think a lot of people come to therapy and they've kind of you know and it's not necessarily about resolutions or goals but they'll say i'm just not successful at dating or i'm not successful at this dating app or which is the fixed mindset because the growth mindset will say yet 
Not only yet, but you know, part of our work oftentimes with people is to help them figure out what those barriers are. And and oftentimes it's stuff that might be subconscious or, you know, unconscious in terms of some of those realities. But you know, I think people that's where digging deep into someone's past and understanding what those barriers might be can be a critical element to like you know losing weight, for instance. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like as therapists, we understand that there's a lot of history and psychology that goes behind why it's hard to lose weight. And it isn't always what you think it is because everybody knows we have access to all of the information you would ever need to know about how to lose weight, right? Like eat chicken and broccoli and work out and you need to work off more calories than you're consuming, then why can't we all lose weight? There are psychological reasons. And and physical situations. I think people have different ways of metabolizing all kinds of things. We know that from anti Uh, depressants and anxieties and all those sorts of medications, you know, that how people metabolize can be different. I really want to make a comment about mental health at this point as well. Like if you suffer from chronic depression, which can be fatigue, low motivation, sleeplessness, um, overeating, all of the things that might interfere with people, especially like if we're talking about a weight goal, um, but not just a weight goal. I mean, just feeling confident putting yourself out there in the dating world. I think those things, anxiety and depression can really have a big impact on how motivated you are to do that, how resilient you are to keep going, how able you are to have five bad dates um, or that just don't feel like they're going anywhere. It isn't necessarily about you. You, And I always tell people, if you want to date, you got to keep trying. You got to keep putting yourself out there no matter what. You don't don't get to stop. And don't expect it to be easy. Yeah, it's not. Going back to that discomfort comment I made about, you know, it's not always fun. I have, Mm -hmm. you know, I I remember, uh, you know, gosh, a long time ago now when I left one of my relationships and I started dating again, I went out with a ton of people. I went probably about 30 dates in the same year. Um, and I had a really fun time meeting people. But, and I really got to be quite fine-tuned about who it is that I wanted a second date from. But I also find my, found myself kind of being callous about it, like not being very sensitive about like if I didn't want to date someone again, it was very easy for me to say it just it, it doesn't feel like it's there mm-hmm. for me. Um, but I think to do that, I had to feel good. And I was working out a lot. And while I was depressed about losing a relationship and moving on, because regardless of whether or not it's a good idea and, and better for your life to move on, it's still very painful. And so that growth process, that's another form of discomfort, right? Like sometimes we have to make difficult decisions. I was talking with someone um, who I have a great deal of respect for who said, you know, don't accept 40 percent from mm-hmm. anyone in any relationship. Because um, I had gone to this person to talk about a potential relationship in my life. And, you know, she said, just you you could never accept that, nor should you accept that. And I found myself just so relieved by that comment. Like, I know that. Um, and it was very clear for me not to pursue this particular situation. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it was really interesting to me because, you know, it kind of just puts me into that mindset of like, that's not the right thing, but something else might be. But keeping on putting energy into something is not helpful either. So and taking a look at why the fuck you would do that is part of my my work that I had to do. And I love the idea that it all comes back to maybe self-care and what would make our lives better. Yeah, and if I agree. we were working on loving ourselves and our self-worth and our self-esteem and getting comfortable in our own bodies, yeah. That would be a beautiful goal for 2024, just to be at ease in your own life, in your own self. And then from that place, start to 
ask more of yourself and the world around you and the people in your lives. And that feels like maybe moving towards a healthier lifestyle, which yeah. would help you be a happier person. It starts with you. It does start with you. I mean, I think, you know, you, you referenced that in the context of self-care and again, deservingness and worthiness and all the pieces like you really you want to maximize your life. I think, you know, going back to my comment always about like living an honest life. If we're living an honest life and we put ourselves out there in a genuine way, we're going to naturally draw in energy from other people and circumstances that reinforce who we are. You know, as a gay man, coming out for me was really scary. I was married. I had a child at the time. I wasn't sure how people would respond. Um, I had, you know, not necessarily had much difficulty uh, in my life before that. And it was a really huge transition. But I remember kind of going through it with this discomfort. But the more I was myself and the more I was just honest about who I was, um, the more just amazing people came into my life, my supportive element, uh, including yourself, my inner circle of people who are just so supportive of who I am. And it's just gotten better and better. I will say the 40 was kind of my turning point. That's why I always tell people too, like, don't worry if you're in your 20s and 30s, like you've barely begun life. My life really began at 40. I made big physical changes. I made big social changes. I made big career changes. Um, and I have never, ever gone back. I live every day only spending time with people and in circumstances and I'm very privileged to do that that I want to be in it's I'm really very grateful for I my life it. and I also the reminder that if you don't feel like you've accomplished what you want to accomplish yep. by 20 or 30 that is literally nothing it is never too it's late. nothing I'm so inspired by people who like write their first book at 60 yeah. or run their first marathon at you know 70 whatever it is it's it's like it's never too late it's a yeah. mindset yep. and all of this is more about making a better life for yourself than it is checking things off of a list so when i think about like lose 20 pounds versus i want to feel stronger i want to feel healthier i want to move my body five minutes more a day it just has a different flavor to it yeah it feels like i want more for myself i want to feel good versus there's something wrong with me i need to change this thing about myself yeah because i will say and we've talked about this that whatever shape or size you are that's not the problem uh -uh. the self-esteem or the self-loathing or feeling self-conscious that's the problem because if you can just get into your body in a loving way and love who you are and show up with confidence that is there's nothing more attractive than yeah that. i agree with that a hundred percent you know we're off on a couple tangents here but i want to make them um you know talia you reference like if you're in your 40s or 50s, don't feel like you've lost your opportunity. And especially if you're in your 20s and 30s, recognize that you are just starting. I always tell people, boy, it would be so great if we could wait till we're in our 40s to determine how we wanted to go about education and what we wanted to do in our lives. I think you and I probably got very lucky and we figured things out earlier. I was pre-law for a while. Um, it was clearly not the path for me. This is a much better fit for me in my life. I'm really grateful for my career and, and what I've been able to accomplish and the amazing people who have shared their stories with me. I'm very humbled by it. But I think, you know, that's the whole thing. If we could make a lot of decisions later, including being a parent, I would be a much better parent now than if I was younger. Um, and I was really young when I had my older child. I was 24, I think it was. 
um, and just really not prepared. I hadn't done enough of my own work, um, mm -hmm. certainly made mistakes. So I think there's a part of this that, you know, be patient with yourself and give yourself some grace to figure yourself out. I've got a buddy who is uh, in his early 40s and he's just really focused on how many things he's done wrong in his life and some strain he has with significant relationships. And I always tell him, like, your life is just fucking starting. Like now do your work, show That's up right. in the way for those people that you want in your life in the way that you want to show up as, and they will naturally be inclined to be in your life that way. But if you're so stuck on your negativity and what you did wrong and your shaming and your blaming of yourself, you're just not going to be there in the best way possible for people. That's the other beautiful. thing I want to say, mm -hmm. the other thing I want to say, Talia, is you know, going back to body image, for example, I think there's a lot of body shamers out there. You know, fuck them. I I just want to say we all have to stand up for ourselves. You know, if somebody doesn't like a person who's bald or my age or whatever it happens to be, I honestly give a shit at this point. But that's and self esteem. It is self esteem, and you know that's part of this whole process. Like mm -hmm. goals and resolutions need to be for you, and if somebody else is negative, they don't belong in your life. They don't have a place in their life. I want to remind every bully out there that you are doing so because you are insecure about your own life and trying to put somebody else down to raise yourself up is a myth and a, a mirage and it's a fantasy, but it doesn't work that way. You're going to feel worse and worse and worse about your misery and bullies have miserable lives across the board. They all do. Mm -hmm. So and as beloved Brene would say, you're either in the arena showing up and doing something yeah. or you're a hater in the cheap seats just yeah. pointing fingers and making fun could not agree more there is one thing that i think would really help people tell me with resolutions tell me what it you makes think that is a big difference an <laughs> accountability buddy Oh. Yeah, a lot of people are like, I would go to the gym three times a week, but I can't make myself do the thing. Or I could maybe drink less if I put it out there to my friends and they did it with me. But right. no things like that. Yoga class, if I go to yoga, I can do yoga. But even though I will tell myself, I want to do five minutes of yoga every single morning, which I've been telling myself for such a long time. Guess how many days I've successfully been able to do that? Five. Zero. Zero. I just can't make myself. Do you want me to go with you? Um, yes. Can I laugh the whole time? I cannot tell you how much I want you to come with me. Can I tell you, I actually have this a dear Thursday friend. You and morning. I you and I both know this person, Marcy, her name is. Um, I went to the gym with her and she did this thing and I can't remember what the fitness thing Zumba? was. Zumba? Oh, it was close. Like you literally raise, you have low weights and you just kind of do it repeatedly, repeatedly for a really long time. I think that's called <laughs> weightlifting. No, it's not. It was in a group and you go get your weights and literally these two instructors <laughs> looked at me with my big weights because I'm like, I'm a big dude with some muscle, right? Me, caveman. And she said, you sure you want those, sir? And I said, oh yeah, oh. I'm sure. Oh, I love the way this story is going already. It's so smug. And it is so smug. And, and literally, watch. I'm like starting to lift and about 70 reps or no, not even that. Seven. 30 reps into it. <laughs> I'm like, I can't lift them anymore. And I put them down and she started laughing. She goes, do you want lighter weights? I'm like, no. Oh, my God. I would have done anything to be a fly. A yeah, ball. I think my friend Marcy laughed really hard. Oh, so I was like so cocky. Like I'm so the Thursday morning. You're going to come to yoga with me? I'll bring a mat for you. Um, you should wear biker pants. 
I have leggings for jiu-jitsu. Nothing with real loose leg holes. <laughs> Why? You'll see. Why? <laughs> because things will flop out? Yes. Oh, my, my goodness. Okay. Um, Thursday morning's tough because I have... At home Cancel. appointments. Cancel, Cancel everyone. They're fine. <laughs> Their mental health is fine. I want to see you do yoga. They're not fine. Um, next, as part of this resolution conversation, we just want to go over. We we actually did kind of explore with people, um, and somewhere inappropriate, I'll tell you, that we can't. Je- Jeff, my buddy uh, who's on our podcast team, our AV guy, came to me and said, well, I got feedback from one of my friends, and I'm not going to tell you what it is because it was basically uh, about masturbating um and i'm not going to bring that up because Why? that's a legit resolution um, it's really not is it masturbate I, more or masturbate less it was less and here's the problem with that like i'm not sure we want to shame masturbation self-pleasure no, is a really lovely is a, thing this one person had a goal for themselves but he said something about he used he used words that were clearly not taking it seriously so i'm not oh. going to repeat what he said um masturbation was not in his words nor was th- Anything related to um, I, ejaculate. I, so, yeah, you don't oh you don't want to hear what he said. So, here's what I want to say. We actually looked up some, and we kind of explored some, and we've heard from some people. Yes, we've what asked, their resolutions are, and we just kind of want to go through those. It's so to kind fun. Of, yeah, to kind of be fun, and to actually in some serious ways too. Like I found myself going through this list, thinking I'm just really concerned about these messages that people tell themselves. Do you want to start? Like, what's one of your favorites? Well, or do, do you, you want to talk about the masturbation? I have a lot more questions, but I am going to refrain from asking. But do you know what I want to know? Tell me. What your New Year's resolutions are. Ooh. To start. And then it's we can go funny. over everyone else's. It's very else's. funny. I've not even thought about this. But let me tell you something. Yeah, I'm what do positive. You think? I'm positive I know. Um, do, 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 no, it's not even a Jeopardy. Do, they just fired their, their person. Um, this is what I would say. I'm, yeah, I'm happy with my level of physical exercise. I could always improve. I'm pretty good with my eating. Um, I like my relationship circumstances. I like being single. I like having whatever relationships I have. Situationships. I like switch. Oh, I love situationships you do. for me. The more complicated, the better. I'm going to Italy for my significant birthday coming up. Um, so I have a really fun year ahead of me. I'm excited you're coming. I'm um, so excited. I know. Me too. I'm so good at Italy. I know. I can't wait. We're going to meet in Rome on the 19th. Anyway. Oh, look at that. Did so, you So, I don't know. I don't think I did that. However, I think what I need to do is lessen a little bit of drama hmm. interpersonally I have hmm. in my life. Okay. And kind of manage. I like it. Right? Manage that differently. I don't know that there's more. I... I think I think I want this podcast to keep going. Um, again, Tully and I have reference. We're working on a project. I would love to see where that goes, um, and we're going to keep updating you on that. I, we don't mean to be discreet, but we need to be for now. We're so. Um, I think there's discreet. a part of this that yeah. I just want to make sure that I don't have any additional. It's about stress reduction for me. Yes. I want to make sure that my lifestyle is routine enough to not have a lot of peripheral stress in my life, and I've had. I've had some this year, some interpersonal stress, and mm-hmm. I need it to go away. And I think part of that is me regulating myself and staying true to who I, I am. I love it. Because right? that's like a be the change, like it starts with me kind of vibe. So, and right, honestly, in some ways, what I think that is for me, I consistently with my friends and my family and everyone in my life, I want to be compassionate. I want to be loving. 
I want to be kind. I want to be the person that I strive to be in this world and not feel like I want to get into it with people when I'm hurt or if I'm angry. I just want to handle that differently. I am responsible only for me. Doug, I love that. Thank you, dear. Oh, my God. That's so beautiful. Tell me about yours. So instead of resolutions that are specific and measurable or relevant or time-bound... What I've decided to do is completely different. Be more like Doug. Well, besides be more like Doug. Ow. The way that I'm thinking about it is more of these, like, intentional words that I have more success Mm -hmm. reminding myself that these are important to me. So, for instance, every single year I always laugh and cry about being the fastest hamster on the hamster wheel I am over it for real this time. And so instead of making measure, I don't know how to, maybe we talk about this. Maybe I need an accountability buddy. But the way that I'm thinking about it, it's not in terms of numbers or I'm going to do this 20% less or whatever it is. I've been having success saying out loud when, when in question at these different choice points or decision points, I choose ease and I choose presence, like being present. I want to be where my feet are. I want to get out of my head. I want to be where I am with the person I'm with. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. And I want to be choosing ease to me means just because I can say yes to these five things that I could potentially fit into an hour, which I've always done, maybe I slow down and clear the schedule and calm my nervous system and less is more, right? God, you know no, that's what? really. Go ahead. This sounds really familiar. Is this what I said last New Year? So here's God what's funny about it. this. So you and I have had this conversation a number of times, like related like daily. So, so my routine used to be for all of our viewers. Uh, my practice is Monday through Thursday. I work Monday and Wednesday in the office. I work Tuesday and Thursday from home doing telehealth with those people that have wanted to either continue seeing me from their home or. Um, are not in the same state because we are able to do a lot of reciprocity these days um, with other states. And so I see people from out of the state, obviously, via telehealth. But I'll tell you something. I used to have Friday, Saturday, and Sundays off. And so I would either travel to Chicago to see my younger or travel to L.A. to see my older. And it was really easy. But now we have the podcast, right? And so Our new baby. It's a new baby. And this has added... A new a job. And we're very comfortable now. We love our, our, our location here. We love our space. I mean, I, I kind of love how it looks. We have a beautiful sign. Um, but it is a lot more work. And so mm-hmm. you and I have talked oftentimes, like, we don't sleep quite as well before the night of recording. I didn't sleep well last night. I got up at 4.30. I was up for at least an hour and a half. Went back to sleep for an hour. And then I get really disoriented when I get up. Um, but we have a lot of support. We have three of our friends here uh, who are teammates of ours. Um, but, you know, Talia, we've talked a lot about, like, how hard it is to kind of just manage our lives. You have still kids at home. Yes. I don't have kids at home anymore. I have two. Uh, obviously, I'm an empty nester. You have an adult um, at home. I do have my I live with <laughs> one of my best friends at this point. Um, and so, you know, and that yeah. does change things. But my life is no longer just sitting by myself, reflecting on my week and getting my work done and doing my housework, et cetera. Um, it's changed a lot. Yeah. So I really understand. And I think a lot of people can understand that hamster wheel. I literally thought empty nesting would be like my way of relaxing. 
Like I literally drove away from LA after dropping my younger off at college where my older lives as well. And I remember thinking, I think I have like nobody I need to think about now, but me and oh. cook for and eat the way I want to. Wow. I still do all of that, but yeah, it's weird. I didn't find that to be the case. I'm working harder now. You are working so much and run, run, so run. hard, but you work hard, play hard. I do. You know what? Thank you for saying that. Yes. Like, I am I am somebody who, like, again, for those of you who saw my Key West uh, presence, I understand I did not look very good. Um, I had yeah, a black eye. Yeah, that's what I Doug had... looks like when he's having fun. <laughs> oh, my God. I had so much fun. Um, again, my... Missing my, tooth, black my eye. Same best buddy that I'm talking about many times um, who lives with me now. He um, he and I went to Key West. We had so much fun, but it was hard. It was, it was up late. It was drinking a bunch. I, you know... I don't have an alcohol problem generally, um, and so we just had a really fun time. Plus, I learned the benefits of fresh, fresh squeezed grapefruit mm. juice and it's grapefruit like soft vodka. Scurvy. I don't even know how much I love that. So we have like two juicers at home now that we bought since Kiwasta, and lots and lots of grapefruit sitting around. But you know, that's the thing. I like I like working hard. I feel good about working hard. Yeah. I like a big practice. I like seeing eight to ten people a day. Um, I really like that energy and I like being tired at the end of my day. I feel like I, I made a difference, but then I play hard. Um, Italy is going to be fun for my significant birthday with uh, a number of close friends. So it's going to be, it's going to so be so much, much fun. fun. It's going to be a big year. It's going to be a big one. Um, should we do other people's new year's resolutions? I love ours, by the way. I, love I think ours. we're really, really smart. Okay. Accountability smart. buddies. Done. Oh my God, it's so easy. We talk every day, by the way, folks. So I know. Well, sometimes yesterday, multiple times. A day. I know. I was. I had to ask you if I was codependent. I think Talia yesterday. called me at least five times. I had a lot and, to say. Yeah, and then forgot something, so it would call me again for another. Yeah, well, it was you know, okay. It's, my, I don't pick up if I don't want to, so I yeah, wanted to talk to you. My ADHD meds ran out at mm, like four p.m. That was evident. <laughs> Love okay. you. Other We're going to talk about some interesting other people's. Yeah. I know, yeah. which I, yeah. I kind of love other yeah. people's stuff. And some of them, we may have judged a little. Some of them, we felt a little sad. Some of them, we were like, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Get a job. <laughs> that sounds important. Um, it does. Let's alternate. Um, move out of home. Now, this is, I found myself kind of tricked by this one because... This has been a weird time. The pandemic meant people couldn't go to college. People lost their jobs. People lost their businesses. I am somebody who thinks we are still, even though it's been a little bit of time since the really difficult shutdowns and mandated mask wearing, etc. I still think we're in the aftermath of that in a big way. And I want to just tell people, don't be hard on yourself if you needed to move home. I would welcome my kids coming home if they were not feeling so like they could stabilize. Did. Yeah, and absolutely, so and it's okay. Inherited like, people over the pandemic that yeah. might still be living with them. Not only that, but I think culturally, we as uh, Americans just don't do very well with this topic. It's very customary in some other countries to live with your family yes. and to have community that way. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. So no, I'm it's a, beautiful. I didn't love that move out of home. There could be lots of good reasons to do that, by this, the way. But in context, I could I definitely agree. see that it's a good I agree. one. I agree. Play video games less or quit altogether. Ideally, playing less will lead to quitting. Be more social, go on more dates, and meet friends more often. Now, love that one. Well, I love it, um, but, you know, a lot of introverts will say, I feel like I'm supposed to do that. I feel like I'm right. supposed to, like, entertain, and I'm supposed to, like, do That's things. That's should. I hate shoulds. We hate shoulds. We got to stop shoulds. So it isn't necessarily for everyone to have that goal. 
but it could be a good goal because a lot of times people feel good when they've had interaction with other people. Even people who come to therapy and it's their only thing that they do during the week with somebody, they talk about it's really helpful to have some kind of conversation going with someone. So I do like it overall. I, I do. I like it a lot. If that's a goal, I mean, whatever, whatever goal it is for you, we like it and we are encouraging it as long as it's kind to yourself and you're not shooting all over yourself. Um, get more involved in more diverse hobbies that I've been reluctant to get into. I love that because I think that is how we grow and change and become curious about the world. And that's also back to the growth mindset. Like old dogs can learn new tricks. And in yep. fact, I think old dogs learning new tricks might be happier than old dogs who've decided that I am what I am. I assume this person was not from the U.S. because they used the word flat, but they want to make something out of wood for their flat. Oh, they're British. I think they're British. But I also want to say that I love this goal because it's something creative. It's something with your hands. It's probably something therapeutic. Um, and I think people who have things that they've made, I mean, it's just a really significant thing. Um, and I kind of love that goal. So I that was one that's really stuck out for me that I just loved the idea. Like I can imagine somebody doing some woodworking and sanding and maybe staining. And, you know, I don't know what the project was that this person had in mind, but I kind of love it. Okay. I love this one too. And yeah. I feel like because of the word shite, this person might also be British. Yeah. Maybe. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Try 100 new beers. Keep a blog or a journal about it because my memory's shite. And I'm pretty sure I'm doubling up. I just love the idea of trying new things and like keeping track of them, getting interested. It's back to like being curious and an active part of your life. Yep. I'm going to go to fix my procrastination habit. Oh, me too. Ooh-wee. How do you do that? You know what? I'm going to fix my procrastination Are habit you? later. Bye. <laughs> ah, that's clever. Which, Here's, by the way, means never. It means never, but we're going to be accountability partners on that's our goals. Right. Here's what I also want to say about this. Like, it actually kind of flagged, like, that's a deeper issue oftentimes. Mm. Um, I think it's really easy for people to say, I'm just going to stop procrastinating. I'm just going to do what I say I'm going to do. I don't think it works that way, guys. I think we have to really understand, and this is where therapy comes in helpful. I have a lot of people who struggle with follow through, a lot of people who procrastinate. And I always tell people, you know, maybe it's a deeper seated issue about deservingness to reach the end goal, pressure once you meet that end goal, perfectionism. It could be an, kind of an OCPD, obsessive compulsive personality trait. Um, there could be all kinds of things. Or just plain old OCD. Plain old OCD, plain old ADHD. Yes. So, uh, there could oh be, gosh. And ADHD, I think, and OCD are yep. a little bit two sides of the same coin yep. because the hyper focus of OCD yeah. Is the hyper focus of ADHD yeah. of like, all I want to do is check these things off a list or get lost in this to do list and anything that distracts me from it is physically painful. And yeah. I might feel violence towards someone interrupting my sentence, sentence, sandwich, sandwich. Um, I like this one, but it sounds kind of mean. Tell me what it means. Tell me it what it says, is. Play one song on a guitar all the way through without fucking it up. I didn't like that one. It's sad. It feels like perfectionism. But I can't think of a nicer way to say that to yourself. Like, I love the goal. I would like to practice and work my way towards one song that sounds good all the way through, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Be nice to yourself. 
Here is what, here's one of these things that I did not like, and, and, and partly because it did not feel very focused. Like, start applying for some grad school programs, maybe most likely an MBA, this person writes. And the, oh, that's like a wishy one without a, a lot of It's a wishy thing. Like, like, if you don't know what you want to do, take mm -hmm. a second, right? Like, when I was applying for grad school, I don't know how you went about which program to use. I, I looked at all of them. I looked at PhD in psychology. I looked mm -hmm. at uh, uh, professional psychology programs. I looked at the clinical social work program, and the clinical social work program so spoke to me in terms of the social justice bent. Mm. Um, and I remember just being really just very motivated by it, listening to a lot of Tracy Chapman, Natalie Merchant, Michael Stipes. Um, I just got very motivated to kind of focus in on the possibility of working with a lot of different populations. You just I, brought me back to 1989. I bet I did. Is that what is that the right time frame? Um, it's funny you say that. I probably grad I went to grad school in 1992. Mm. Isn't that interesting? And I remember so, and I really, I only applied for one program. I did take my GRE to, you know, possibly apply at the U's PhD program. It just wasn't the right program for mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. I'm thrilled with it, my decision. I'm so grateful. I am thrilled with your decision as well. I'm thrilled with yours too. I know. We would not be here side I by know. side doing oh. this crazy thing and looking like identical twins. I know. I'm looking at myself. It's I'm like looking a mirror. At myself. Mirror. Um, but I do. I, I guess the thing that I didn't like about that goal or that resolution was it just didn't feel very focused. Yeah. But I feel like you can work with that. Make yeah. it a little more focused. Yeah. Um, I really like this one, but it does make me feel bad about myself. Eat a meal made entirely of food I've grown and raised myself. Um, that feels unachievable to me. And it makes me feel unaccomplished because I can't even grow lettuce. <laughs> and I've tried <laughs> multiple times. But well, you know luckily what? there's a store to buy it at. Thank God. And I like this school. And if you are this person who can do that, kudos to you. I'm slightly I'm slightly jealous, but I guess this is where it comes down to. If I really wanted to do that, I would probably be doing that. So I think that's true, by the way. And I also think there's priorities. We were just talking about how busy our lives are. That's right. Um, you know, the, the uh, my BFF who lives with me now wants this big garden. And I'm like, yes. yeah, I'm not probably helping with that because oh. I just don't see myself doing that. I already hire for my lawn. I already hire for my gardening. I'm going to hire a housekeeper soon uh, who I just adore. She's from my building. Um, so I'm I don't know. It's a really interesting thing. Like, how much do we want to push ourselves? It's a really great it goal. Is to garden, but I don't know. And I grew up on a farm. My grandmother, my grandma Bodenshear, I'm German, as you Ooh. might be able to tell from that Schmetterlink. name. Ella Bodenshear. She had the Rest most amazing garden. Mm. So many vegetables, so many flowers. It's one of my favorite memories of my grandmother. So, oh my gosh, and that's like that green thumb. Ooh. And just it, I just picture that being such a rewarding and fulfilling way to be in the world. I can't even tell you, Talia, how beautiful like that, that that garden was to be magical. I just don't have it. I, I remember gladiolas it. flying in the wind, just so colorful, and mm. picking choke cherries and picking beans. It was absolutely one of my favorite idyllic. memories. Idyllic. Um, I'm not sure there is something more idyllic. I'm so grateful for my grandmother. She is my, my person. Oh, I love that so This much. goal, be less friendly. This is fascinating. I'm going to read it verbatim because I think it's fascinating. Be less friendly, not in a douchey way. I was always the kind to say hi to anyone I was on friendly terms with if I saw them and maybe exchange how, how are yous. But it's been met a lot of times with coldness and indifference. And it taught me that you should only concern yourself with your close friends and family. 
I disagree. I think you should be you. If it's you, and one of the things that people well know about Doug is that I will gladly be friends with the server at the restaurant. I will be gladly friends with this, the bartender by the time I leave. Um, if somebody doesn't want to talk to me, I don't take it personally. I don't really give a shit. Um, but I'm going to be me no matter where I'm at. And that's what I, what I would encourage this person to think about. Mm. Just be you. If you want to be that friendly, outgoing person, great. If somebody's meeting you with indifference and coldness, which might be an interpretation, they might be having, I always tell people, you know, you can't really assume what's going on for somebody. If right. they don't respond the way you want, if there's road rage going on, don't assume it has anything to do with you. Right. It's Sometimes very likely it that does. person. If you're a bad driver. Fair. <laughs> but I would say that my friendly, and my friendliness can be overwhelming at times. Yeah. But I don't know if you've... <laughs> I find overwhelming friendliness <laughs> yeah. much better of a crime than overwhelming assholeness. This makes me a little bit sad because I feel yeah. like this person's yep. New Year's resolution is basically born from trauma. Yep. Like, loveless, trustless. Yeah. I don't love that. I think stick with two people because the world is horrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't love it. What I do... What I can imagine is that maybe if you're saying I want to pour more love and energy into my inner circle than random yeah. people, yep. I get that. And maybe that's a really good choice of where you're putting your energy. Yep. However, there is really something to you get back the energy you put out in the world. And if you're putting out a lot of love and yeah. a lot of oh, kindness I totally agree with that. Yeah. and empathy and compassion, yeah. is that me? What I is going is, on with this, I think it is this time. thing? Right over my face. You did that purposely. Technology. <laughs> um, I don't remember what I was saying, but you know where I was going with that. And you can finish my sentence. Sandwich. Be friendly. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I think right you were back. saying that, you know, the energy you put out there oftentimes right. comes back. And, you know, don't take it personally if somebody's not welcoming or inviting to your 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 hellos. Not everybody's going to be. I don't I don't get angry at that. I don't get mm -mm. upset at it. And again, I'm a lot of energy when I'm out. Um, I like having fun. I like engaging with people. I like meeting strangers. I do all that stuff. And I, I as Talia well knows, um, I, I do. I get you should see him in action. I'm sure you can picture it. Exactly what you're thinking times a thousand. <laughs> uh, I do have a nickname of Dimples in a certain neighborhood place. Um, let's do a couple more. You pick one that you want to talk about, and then I'll pick the last one. I'm out. Are you? So I'll go. Like one of the favorite resolutions that we read was to improve mental health and focus on mental health, which is why oh we're God. here. Yes, please. Always. You know, absolutely. Like I think this is where, whether it's therapy, whether it's, um, making sure that you, again, self-care is important, boundaries in your life with people who are harmful to you or not replenishing. I always tell people, fill your lives with people who love you for who you are, who support you for who you are. I'm not big on having relationships that are full of stress and strain and, and all that. So mental health comes in a variety of packages. But yes, if you feel the need to finally deal with some of the issues that have been plaguing you for years, mm. uh, troublesome for years, if you're really struggling with something, either write to us at we'renotfine.com. We'll give you that information 
question again in a little bit. Um, or make sure that you are somebody who is going to therapy and starting to figure out your stuff and, and wanting to really delve deep into the things that have kept you stuck for a long time. No one has ever been sorry that they have worked through the issues that keep tripping them up over and over or the reasons why they end up in the same unhealthy relationships. Or if you feel like you might be the common denominator in the drama in your life or problems that you've been blaming others for and you want to maybe lovingly and with encouragement and support looking in the mirror in a way that can help you step up into the healthiest version of yourself. No one's ever been sorry about that. And remember, you know, one of the things we talked about is that there can be some discomfort and pain in some of your goals and therapy can be hard. Um, There's a lot of people who walk away from their sessions feeling very heavy and very deep and contemplative and it takes some time to process that stuff and and know that that can be a tough process particularly if you're delving deep into some painful topics or or some family of origin or historic traumas or or difficulties but be patient with yourself and you will get through it and that's what growing feels like and what i think about sometimes is as scary and as painful as that kind of change or commitment to mental health and self-care might feel the alternative of being stuck in your old toxic unhealthy patterns is scarier i'd say to me even though it feels like the devil you know right uh we love you guys and we've got faith in you and less is more with the resolutions pick one have it be selfish. We don't care. This is all about you loving your life just a little bit more, being a little bit more you, a little bit more brave, a little more curious, a little more, I don't know, motivated to just have a good life. Well, and it's interesting, the word selfish, right? Like we have yes. that as a negative connotation, but think about the root, selfish. It's like like yourself, like focusing in on yourself, like ghoulish or... Um, <laughs> Like okay, anything that ending in ish, ish kind of speaks to like, it's kind of like that word. It should be about yourself. This life is about yourself. We have one of them as far as we know. That's right. I think we might have more according to our psychic Kaya that we have on the podcast. But um, I one will say. One can always hope. Yeah, for sure. So be selfish if you can and focus. And if you're selfish in a way that leads to self-care, yeah. everyone in your life will benefit. We promise. For sure. Happy New Year. And if you love us as much as we love you, and if you want to start to learn how to dress more like Doug and act more Ah. like Doug, (laughs) follow us. Listen to us. Our podcast is anywhere you listen to podcasts. Like and subscribe. And we'll be your best friend if you want to write a review. If you like us, write a million reviews under pseudonyms. And if you don't like us... No need to write a review, but maybe tell a whole bunch of people how horrible we are because we will accept hate listening, too. We love you as well. And maybe everyone can learn a thing or two about a thing or two. And of course, go to We're Not Fine if you want us to process anything with you. If you have anything, if you want to keep us updated on your resolutions, if you want to keep us updated on your mm-hmm. goals, if you want to you know, comment on our podcast in any way, if you have any questions about relationships or your own your personal journey in therapy, whatever it might be, please go to we'renotfine.com. We have a place for you to add any sort of contribution, question, comment, et cetera. 
please feel free to do that. We would be delighted to comment about your submission on, on this podcast. Anonymously, if that is Absolutely. preferable. Absolutely. Or, or personally, if you want your name mentioned. Yes. Oh, we'd love to. Yeah, for sure. Shout people out and not call people out. We are on social media. <laughs> I'm Douglas L. Jensen, as you can see by my outfit. Yeah, that's And very fair. this is Dr. Talia Jackson, right over here with the long, dangly earrings and hair. I have facial hair. We do. See, we maybe we have as much hair as each other. Are you looking at your chest hair? I, I do have some. Yeah. Okay, congrat congratulations. Thank you. I am a man now. I'm really happy for you. I've grown out of my adolescence. Uh, and we're not fine. Yeah. We're not fine pod. We're not fine. We're everywhere. YouTube, though, is where it's at if you want to see how weird we are in person. And thank you for the comments on YouTube. They're very helpful. We do. We, we love you guys it. so much. Happy New Year. And we're not fine. But at least we look great in navy blue together. There you go. Happy New Year, everybody. Bye. Happy 2024.